Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband, Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer-wife, Sean Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... The Froth. Yesterday's non-news today. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Woman terrified after dog looks at wardrobe. Ooh. Couple's anniversary meal almost ruined by boatload of nudists. Almost. Talking of nudists, Rod reveals why he can't eat cheese and tomato sandwiches. Or baguettes, really. Actually, no, all sandwiches. (laughs) Would you like a cheese and tomato baguette? Her muff was right there. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) All right, so you've read that bit out. I thought you were ad-libbing. No. Okay, sorry. That was written down. Barry's friend Ian makes up an incredible bullshit ghost story and gets onto national TV and then into the national papers. Before it all escalates and gets a little bit out of hand, uh, Rod puts self-imposed curfew on his Scooby-Doo impressions in the bedroom. (laughs) And the Froth's exciting new competition, the Weekly Mug-Off, has started. Just visit the Froth Twitter page to find out how you can win one of our stunning limited edition Froth mugs. And those are the headlines. Right, uh, episode 45, can you believe it? Uh, special guest this week is Barry Castagnola, coming up in a minute. Well, I say coming up in a minute, he's there literally on the screen in front of me. Barry! I'm here. Uh, and also producing the show, of course, uh, Barry. Multitasking, Hello. multitasking today. Multitasking, multi-talented, multi-award winning, a producer extraordinaire, <laughs> special guest this week, Barry Castagnola. More of him in just a minute before we start um, with frothy stories. Anybody got any news? Anybody got any stuff they're working on? Uh, Sean, Harris? Uh, I'm writing a pilot sitcom at the moment. A sitcom pilot, sorry. A sitcom pilot and a pilot sitcom. <laughs> a pilot sitcom. Uh, you sitcom are pilot. one busy lady. And I'm writing a book about going out with a comedian. And you're writing a book about going out with a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you know? Did you know about that? <laughs> I'm going. I'm, we'll, I'm writing a book. No. We'll deal with this later. Uh, yeah. Deal with this shit later. Will we do? <laughs> we certainly will. Uh, my book of John stand-up tour uh, has finished for 2021, but tickets on sale now for next year's show. 
coming to a theatre near you from January through to June 2022. Uh, check out my website for details, www.rodgilbertcomedian.com. Uh, you can find out the Book of John coming to a theatre near you in 2022. What else have I got? Uh, on iPlayer, DIY SOS. I um, stood in for Nick Knowles on the Children in Need special in Hull. Not too late to watch that and donate. That's on iPlayer. And every Wednesday at nine at the moment, Growing Pains. Rod Gilbert's Growing Pains on Comedy Central, where I interview the great of the good about being teenagers, their teenage years, about growing up and all the aches and pains and uh, trauma and uh, (laughs) adolescent aberrations of growing up. Um, In a light-hearted way. In a light-hearted way. It's Comedy Central. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Now then, that's it. Let's get uh, Barry Castagnola even more on than he's already been. Barry Castagnola. I've been there the whole time. <laughs> feels like feels like normal. Well, you could sound a bit more excited. I'm really about excited. It. I'm cock a hoop. It is like normal. Over the moon. <laughs> Can't wait. Did Let's get sh- started. You did a little shoulder shuffle there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. Are you ready for your first frothy story? Yes. Yes. Pet cam footage spooks out owner <laughs> after dog discovers ghost hidden in wardrobe. Oh, God, there's so Ooh, much information. Yes. What's pet cam? Okay, let me run you through it. Pet cam? You know what a pet cam is? They've got a... The pet has a camera. No. No. Oh, my God. Oh, We've fallen on the look? first two words of the headline. <laughs> it's so you can keep cam. an eye on your pet while you're out. <laughs> Bing! One point to Barry. Like, like, it's, a bit like a, it's like a baby monitor. Oh, like, like a baby oh. monitor. We don't have that. And a camera. We don't have that because we have such a well-behaved dog. Nah, we just don't want to know about it. If we had a pet cam, we could have watched Alan down in Wales uh, puking <laughs> up all over the shepherd's hat and then chewing the welcome mat. Yeah, but why would, why would anyone watch that? <laughs> you watch it. A pet cam is a cam you set up in your house on Wi-Fi so that you can, remotely, you can remotely watch your pet. Why? See if it's okay. Check up on it. If it's all right. Is he in his basket asleep? And, oh, but what if he's not and you're so, not there? If he's not... And you're up for dinner... Well, then you can rush home, can't you? Yeah, but... Or you can get a neighbour to go round and check on your pet. It's called or, a pet Or cam. leave it going and check on your partner to check they're not having an affair. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is... What? I've never done that. What? What? <laughs> Barry, Barry, hang on. So when you set up a camera to check on your budgie, like what budgie. you're really doing... <laughs> yeah, I don't think people are for budgies. ...is looking out for affairs. <laughs> I think, I think Barry is right there. A lot of people who put in pet cams, right? They put in a pet cam. Are very suspicious. They are putting a camera in their home. Really what they're watching for is to spy on their is. partner... Uh, Dad, Spouse. why is the camera facing towards the double bed? <laughs> why, why is the camera in the shower? What is the dog going to do in there? Why, why is the pet set, cam? Why is it in the loo? It's why really have you weird. set up an OnlyFans account? <laughs> <laughs> why, is the pet, why is the pet cam on the back of the bathroom door directly at crotch height on the toilet? <laughs> why are you dressed as a French maid? <laughs> it's a I pet cam. That is a pet cam. Yeah, okay, got that right, that's... Yeah, okay. got that. So a pet cam is so that you can watch over your pet remotely yeah. on your smartphone okay. or something I like got from work or whenever you're out, right? right. Pet cam footage. Yeah, yeah. So the footage gathered on the pet cam. The perverted dad spying. Yeah. Spooks <laughs> yeah. out owner. You understand that? Yes. Spooks out the owner. Ooh. All right, lovers. I'm right. not... <laughs> After 
Yeah. Dog discovers ghost hidden in wardrobe. There is a lot to take in. You're right in this headband. There's a lot to take <laughs> it's in. It's the wardrobe that right. kind of throws everything at the end. Let me read what happens. Right. I mean, this is a bollocks story. <laughs> sounds I mean, all right so far. Off, yeah, off and I'm shit. Really I know. I know it sounds all right so far. Okay. You know, there's a lot here, isn't it? Pet cam footage spooking out the owner. The wardrobe. dog discovers a ghost. Where was it hidden? Where? In the wardrobe. Right. <laughs> When you actually, when I read through the story, yeah. you'll go, oh, I see. Okay. Gemma yeah. Lauren Fisher. What's the name of the person in the story? I thought you could say pet. No. What's the dog's name? Right. It's like... <laughs> Mrs. The dog's name yeah. is Mrs. Gemma I'd, Lauren Fisher. I'd keep an eye on him as well. <laughs> Mrs. J.L. Fisher is the dog. Okay. Gemma Lauren Fisher says she noticed her dog watching her wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, this is... What would you do? That's a quick question. What would you do if you saw Alan or Rosie watching a wardrobe? What would be your first response? That they've accidentally like lost a treat in there or their ball yeah. or something. And There's a okay. food under the okay. wardrobe. So A, you'd think they might have put it, left their ball in there or something's rolled under there. So B, there might be a little bit of food under there. Or C, would you set up a hidden camera? <laughs> if you saw your dog looking at a wardrobe, it's the first thing you do, isn't it? You go straight down to Curry's. <laughs> Who just wants a hidden camera? <laughs> she was left too scared to sleep, in inverted commas, and fearing her home was haunted. Well, you would. If I saw a dog looking at a wardrobe, I would immediately think ghosts. Wouldn't you? We did, though. <laughs> we didn't. There we was were... a time, Barry, we stayed, in a, in a, we stayed in a house once, and it was a really old house, do you remember? And there yeah. was like a gravestone in the house as a step into the kitchen, which was really bizarre. Beautiful house, lovely property. We stayed Weird, there for a few though. days. Yeah. We were in bed that night. Rosie's on the end of the bed, wasn't she, in bed yeah. with us? And she got really spooked. And by all of a sudden, thing. Rosie started <laughs> barking at something. Nothing. And there was nothing there. And it freaked us out a bit. End of story. <laughs> Yeah, but it, I think it may have been a wardrobe. That is the end of the story. Rosie barked at something we don't know what it was. Her hearing is a billion times better than ours, or 200 times, or, or 20 scary. times. It's not scary. Do you know what I thought? I thought, oh, this is a bit scary. I thought, hang on a minute. She's probably just heard something, seen or smelt something that we haven't. That is not how your brain works. It is how my brain works. In, <laughs> in retrospect, it is. Yeah, in retrospect. Yeah, at the time, I shat my pants. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> Maybe it's the ghost from the grave. At the time, I went straight down Curry's. I camped outside till they opened at 8 a.m. and bought a, a cam, a ghost cam. Right. <laughs> Did you get a discount from when you used to work there? <laughs> You know what? They've stopped my staff discount now. I only left in 1985. I did have a bit of a ding dong about it. <laughs> ding dong. Do you sell those as well? <laughs> I didn't sell doorbells. Ding dong. Right. Curry's calling. <laughs> so, yeah. here we go. You ready? Yeah. Why did they set the camera up? I just told you that. It's, <laughs> the, only, it's the only bit of the story we know so far. is because the dog was staring at the wardrobe and she well, thought, okay. oh Christ, my home's haunted. Different question. What was the dog staring at? When I tell you... <laughs> When I tell you that the front of the doors of this wardrobe that he's staring intently at are a mirror. Right. So the dog is now looking at itself effectively right. in the mirror. That's all we've got here. Rosie does that. She barks at herself. Well, of course she does. Yeah, she thinks it's another dog. Or something. We don't know what she thinks. <laughs> or it could be haunting. It could be haunted by a, do- a dog that looks exactly like her. Maybe that's what she's thinking. It's haunted by the ghost of Dad? me. Dad? <laughs> a woman says she and we know who the woman is says she was left seriously spooked after secretly filming her dog staring at her wardrobe <laughs> oh hang on a minute 
while it opened and closed by an unseen force. Oh, God. The creepy tale comes after a woman reckons she spotted a ghost taking off her dog's collar. <gasps> I've read about that. What? There was a, a, a TikTok video not long ago, not long ago where a, a, a dog's collar just, just came off and started floating around in the air. No, it didn't. It did. It was one of those trick collars. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah. Of course it's a trick. I don't believe right. in ghosts. Ghosts don't exist. I don't believe in ma- magic doesn't happen. Everything is just a trick. Okay. Or a, an illusion. A lot. That's what I firmly believe. <laughs> Other people believe in, believe in ghosts and things that go you, bump in the night. For someone who believes in that, you get spooked so easily. Oh, God, I know. I'm terrified. <laughs> don't so easily. <laughs> I probably won't sleep after this. Yeah, exactly. Just talking about this dog, this, this, this corgi looking in a mirror is enough to freak me out. <laughs> corgi? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And changes everything. Well, I mean, his reflection is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a vampire. His reflection is. Christ, he's a Labrador. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> it's the ghost of a corgi. Right, so why was the wardrobe opening on its own? The creepy tale comes after a woman reckons she spotted a ghost taking off a dog's collar in footage capt- captured by her pet cam. So that was a different woman, different pet cam, different pet, different right. collar. Right. In this latest clip, recording and shared on TikTok by Gemma Lauren Fisher. I do like the way they give her full name every time. It's very formal, isn't it? Make sure you include my middle name, please, if we can have this story. With the hashtags spooky and ghost, her cute dog is transfixed by the wardrobe. As the pooch stares at the mirrored door, it slowly opens. Freaking out the pet. Oh, I don't know when I started. I don't know when I started adding these to the What's stories. That? Yeah, yeah. that was like a Scooby Doo. Had... Yeah, it was Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't do that. What? what is... no, don't. Well, I won't do it in the bedroom. What? That's our ba- boundaries. I'm allowed to do it. I'm allowed to do it in any room in the house I like. No, do it. Do it in the bedroom and put a pet cam on. Oh, God. I'm allowed to do it in any room I like except the bedroom after 8.30. What happens then? You fall asleep. You immediately fall asleep. 8.30 is the time for love. 8.30. Please, Barry, can you chop all of this out, please? 8.30 is the time for love. It's either that or casualty. (laughs) Casualty, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. Someone does get horribly injured at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> A feeling of dread. <laughs> oh dear. The dog the dog then backs up. <laughs> right. Yeah. As the wardrobe begins to shudder <laughs> in an in an era- <laughs> I don't know when I've started bringing them to life like Brilliant. this. It's a new addition to the podcast. I love series your four. shuddering wardrobe face. Do you want me to do this for all the stories we get from now on? No. <laughs> and Lauren says she is scared to sleep again after watching the footage back. It's a train going past every time. I uh, could be Barry. Is that what it is? You old cynic. In the caption, she explains, my dog kept acting strange. I could do acting strange, but I'm not going to. Around my wardrobe in my new house. So I decided to set up my phone recording. I'm scared to sleep now. The video was watched more than 2.7 million times and divided viewers. Good God. With some straight up convinced it was ghosts and others believing it was a hoax. Nobody mentions train lines so far. One spooked user said, I can't watch this right now. (laughs) I have the same type of closet. (laughs) (laughs) 
mean, to be fair, it's, a, it's like an MFI fucking mirrored wardrobe. There's millions of people going, I've got the same one as that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a like hoax. bespoke hand-built thing. Um, you reckon a hoax, Barry? It's, yeah, I think it's a, It's quite easy to, to hoax. Uh, it's easy for you yeah. to say. You haven't got the same wardrobe. Okay. Well, I don't know. I might have. I haven't seen it. Um, Look at this. <laughs> Another viewer said, I absolutely hate mirrored doors on these, like wardrobes. <laughs> <laughs> mirror doors like these on wardrobes. Why? I don't know, son. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a house in Australia that had these. Oh, hang on. This is why. What? Oh, I thought it was just that she didn't like mirrored wardrobes. <gasps> well, she know? explains. Well, we haven't got mirrored wardrobes. But uh. She explains. I was in a house in Australia that had these. Mm. And I had a spiritual encounter. Oh, God. Unfortunately, it doesn't give any details. <laughs> someone else argued. <laughs> someone else argued. Just left that hanging. Someone else argued. If it was a ghost, the dog would be going mad. Yeah, I mean that is true. It's a fair well, point. You don't, you don't know that. Though. It, of course, you know that, John. Dogs have a generic same <laughs> same reaction to ghosts. All dogs. Do they? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, standard. Off standard. the peg, off the peg, off what the shelf. It? Standard reaction. Don't Come think... on. If, your, it new if it was a ghost, the dog would be going mad. What's, all right, all right. What does a dog look like when he's seen a ghost? I can't do that one. Of course you can. Gary? <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? I'm still, in... <laughs> I'm still, right. I'm still within my curfew. Oh, God. My shaggy curfew. <laughs> Another commented, you're just inside the closet, moving it back and forth. <laughs> Ghosts aren't real, and people who try to prove they are need to understand that. I, I must say, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm just having a quick look down to see if there's um, any good comments, but but I've got. Um, I think it's easy to, to, to hoax a, a ghost story. I, I, I don't know if I ever told you. A friend of mine, who I went to university with, he twice he fooled national media with uh, with with rubbish bullshit ghost stories. I, I'm That's sure amazing. he went on Kilroy. What do you mean he fooled national media? Something like he went on Kilroy and, and pretended he'd seen a ghost, right? And, uh, and, and also... Kilroy, and also, the daytime chat show. Kilroy yeah, Silk. yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Kilroy Silk. Then he... Yeah. Um, also something like him and his mate wrote to the sun telling them that Dracula was, <laughs> was putting money through their letterbox or something. <laughs> Wait, how, old, how old are they when they were doing this? He was this? a fully grown adult. Um, he what, is he uh, like a is he like a, a pranker? Well, on this occasion he was. Yeah, he was. Uh, I, we should try and get him on. I'll, I'll try and I'll see if he's around. We should get him to talk. Yeah, about it, definitely. It's hilarious. Get him on. Hilarious. Get him on the line, Barry. Ian, thanks, mate. How are you doing? You're right. Yeah, I'm good, Barry. How are you? Nice to hear yeah. from you, mate. Really well. This is Sean and Rod. This is Ian. Hey. From Ian. Hi, you, Sean. Hi, you, Rod. Hello, Barry's friend, Ian. The reason we're calling you, uh, we've just yeah, been mate. chatting on the podcast about a uh, about a story about about ghosts, and we were wondering whether this story was a hoax or not. And oh, I, yeah. I remember, I remember you, you had a couple of ghost stories. Did did you go? On, I was just telling that. Did you go on Kilroy? What's what's the yes. situation? What? <laughs> yes, mate, I did. Yeah, you remember what, Kilroy mate? show? Remember oh the Kilroy show? I yeah. love. Hang the on Kilroy a second show. now. Let's start at the beginning here. Yes, Hang on a second. How did you? What happened Wait, from the now. start? Right from the very beginning. <laughs> right. From Ian, the very so beginning. you, you, you two went to college together, right? Yes. Barry and I did. Yeah, yeah. Ex, ex yeah. university. Yeah. Same, same university as you, Rod. Same university as me, oh, and you've remained friends ever since. We have, yeah. Firm friends, I'd say. Very firm friends. I'd say firm. And 
almost like brothers, aren't we, really? This isn't the first time Barry's phoning you in like 10 years, is it? (laughs) (laughs) 10 years is flattering. Barry's a regular visitor to the house. Barry knows all the books, everything. I've 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 stayed at that house in Ottery St. Mary, just outside Exeter. You've worked at this desk. Oh, gosh. It looks like a lovely desk. Right. I think we are up to date. So, Ian, so you've got some ghost stories for us. Mm-hmm. Yes, Rod, I have. Um, so Go the on. Kilroy show, um, this is long ago, um, you know, before I was a citizen, really. I was on the dole eating a piece of toast and tea with my mate Dave Lewis, who I think you know, Barry, you know, but Dave Lewis. So we're okay. watching the Kilroy show, totally absorbed <laughs> in this. And at the end, of course, he always used to say things like, so, uh, I mean, he was introduced. To Do the, the voice. Topic. Topic for next do week, the, wouldn't he? Do the Kilroy voice. Yeah. So okay, I did the Kilroy <laughs> voice. So he'd say, um, so um, do you believe in ghosts? Or do you do you believe in the paranormal? Or do you think it's or or do you think it's a load of rubbish? We'd like to hear from you if you've got a ghostly tale, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So Dave. So Ryan, you're sitting good. at home. You're sitting, sitting at home now with with Dave Lewis having a cup of tea and a piece of toast. You're unemployed. You're watching daytime television, of Kilroy's course. chat show. You're sitting at home. You think, what? I'm thinking we need to be on that show. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my God. We need to be on that, that was show. such, such I mean, a good that, impression be, of him. That's got to be the most the, the natural progression, isn't it? Dave, I said, right, get on the phone. Because <laughs> they've got a phone number. Give us a call. Give us a call if you've had any... Y'all seen a ghost? <laughs> spooky encounters. We want to hear from you. So, um, so Dave phoned. So he's on the phone. And he's saying things like, yeah, yeah, we can be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're there. We're there. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the sofa with, um, you know, may, maybe sort of a bite of the toast. So, t- you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going, brilliant. We're in. Absolutely brilliant. So and it, fast forward, fast forward. A couple of days later, Dave and I are on the train going down to Paddington where the, the, um, where the BBC... Wow. They'd put us up in this really nice hotel. Bear in mind, we got no money, so he's put us up in this. They put us up in this really fantastic hotel. We got what, a fabulous. You stay the meal. night. Yeah, yeah, we're staying the night in Paddington. Oh my god! Oh, we're, really, we're really excited. We got a sumptuous meal, uh, nice wine. Sumptuous, sumptuous meal, <laughs> nice sumptuous. wine. Or oh, we thought it was nice wine anyway. It was yeah. wine, wasn't it? You know. And, um, <laughs> next day, the uh, coach arrived, and we got on the coach with people like, do you remember Doris Stokes? The, I remember the, par- the name. The paranormal person, and there right. was there was a ghost hunter, and there were spiritualists, Amazing. and all these kind of like people who were really into the you know the, the whole ghost thing, you know. <laughs> and so Dave and I went on there, you know, and. Um, <laughs> So, so we're on, and um, the next thing is we're we're in the green room in Lime Grove, Lime Grove Studios, um, oh famous studios, having all these canapes and and, and Kilroy's going, <laughs> "Hey guys, good to see you. Nice to see you. You know, got a story to tell. Yes, we have Robert. We have yeah, and Robert. Off we go. Amazing. We all go with these kind of um, the ghostly people." <laughs> and we're in the audience. We're in. We're in that Kilroy thing. We're there. It's fucking <gasps> brilliant. And we're sitting there, that... you know. And we've basically, oh Dave and I, because we've made up this story. We completely <laughs> made up a story. And uh, and they're all telling. They're all, they're all coming on, telling their ghostly stories about this woman says, you know, I, I see I see Pavarotti sometimes when I'm in the bath. <laughs> 
happens to me. And, uh, I, and I light a candle for these people, you know, because they're all out there somewhere. Another spiritualist comes in and says, well, uh, he's a Welsh bloke, actually. He said, uh, it's, like, uh, it's like a switchboard back here. It's like a switchboard. I get him, I get him coming in, all the gorse coming in, and I, I'm, I'm connecting them. I, I'm connecting them with all their relatives, you know. Jo- I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting the name John. John, I'm getting the name John with a bad back. You know the kind of thing, you know. Yeah. I think he died. Like a switchboard. Anyway, God, that um, must be tedious to have that switchboard twenty-four. Was it a twenty-four hour switchboard, switchboard or was it like <laughs> eight till four? Hotline, isn't it? It's a hotline. Can yeah. you play Uncle green Ridge. sleeves or something for a bit of for a bit of a break? Just put some music on. Yeah, some music <laughs> Flip it on. And so wow. they're, they're all telling these stories, and then Dave, who uh, he just said, uh, Robert, 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 Kilroy, Robert, put his hand up. Yeah. Says, and Dave told, Dave told this story. So this is a story that happened to uh, me and Ian as well. New Year's Eve, uh, long, many, many years ago. We're walking back from Bridge North to Wolverhampton. And then um, as we walked past this field, it's the so, you know, middle of the night, and we heard all these sounds of like horses and farm machinery and, and sort of jangling of horse brasses and uh, some kind of uh, agricultural stuff going on. And then we, there was three of us all together. There's another guy called Kev. And so we, when we kind of like, we opened the bushes and we looked through, and there before our very eyes was this whole big farm scene going on but it wasn't a present day scene it was like something from thomas hardy you know obviously this was the 19th we're looking into the 19th century and uh, there, there were people there there were people having their lunch the people like dancing like maypole <laughs> having their lunch having their lunch like all the traditional you don't often see ghosts eating do you, you don't often That's see ghosts eating. no I can Anything. I can see it now though. Is, is it is it the kind of are we looking at a street scene where somebody throws a bucket of slop out of a first floor window onto the peasants below, farm. or is that too early? Is that it's too early? Farm. It's a more farm. Like a so got, scene, Rob. More, more like a somebody harvest. Somebody with their leg up. Somebody yeah. with their leg up on a barrel smoking a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, then we told. I've got you. Uh, he said. Um, we told uh, Kilroy that we, we then got home, the three of us, because our mate Kev was with us, and we went into Kev's bed sit and we were just there shivering. We said, we're just shivering from what we'd seen, you know. Really, like, you know, I can't believe we've seen all this, you know. And we never went to sleep that night. And uh, and so that was our story, really, that we'd been in touch with. Right. And, um, it's a great made-up story. It was a, great, a lot of detail with it, it, the horse you, brasses. We yeah, nailed this brasses. story down. We'd rehearsed this story so well. And... Um, <laughs> Ian, while Dave Lewis is telling the story, what yeah. are you doing? Are you sort of nodding yeah, along I'm and looking? Going, that's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. Lunch. It and was lunch. Say, and then I came up with this. I said, uh, what I want from all these ghost people here, like the ghost hunters and the spiritists, I want to know what happened. What What did we see? What did we see? Yeah, what was yeah. that? What was that? Kilroy, yeah. Kil- Kilroy then said, there's a guy called Graham, a ghost hunter. He said, what did they see, Graham? <laughs> and he said oh. and he said well it was lunch it was on <laughs> clearly it and then and then Graham, Graham said nodding sagaciously said what they saw was the reenactment of an event an event that took place many 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 years ago and the atmosphere a lot of people don't this doesn't don't know this that the atmosphere will actually record these events and will replay them from time to time as if it's like a video and that's what they, and that and, that, and that's, that's what they saw that's what they right. saw yeah. 
<laughs> the thing is, when we got our explanation from Gray and the Ghost Hunter, Dave just looked at him, open mouths, and said, "Astonishing." <laughs> <laughs> Explosion! <laughs> oh my god! I, hang on, right? So if you think if you think that's good, they they then well, would, I do I do think that's I good. I do think that's good. I'm very happy with that. When I you started Kilroy. writing to the the sun after Gilroy, you got a taste for it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, got, what is it, Ian? You just massive. got into. Oh, come on, we got a taste for it. We got we had the food, we had the wine, we had the TV exposure, we had the, wow. uh, the trip TV down to exposure. <laughs> we thought, trip well, down to London. We're on, we're on the exposure. We're on a roll now. We're on a roll. So I said to, because I'd had some um, spoof stories in the Sun when I was a bit younger. You, you know, you make fifty quid for just phoning them up and saying, "Oh, this happened and this happened," and you get a, you get a check from News International. It's great. But I thought hey, I, might, I might have a career out of this. You know, um, that's how they get most of their news, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, he, 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 Ian was the fake shake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, D- Dave and I said, "How about this?" We came up with this story, um, and the idea was Dave at that stage was living with his girlfriend Linda, and I said, "How about this, Dave?" Um, we're receiving money. Did he? Did he get? It sounded like the two of you. Did he get a girlfriend because of the fame from Kilroy? Was that a direct <laughs> yeah. result? Of- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Are you the guy of Kilroy? Yeah. <laughs> astonishing. <He's> astonishing. Astonishing. <laughs> <laughs> I said to. Oh, we came up with this story that um, Dave was receiving uh, mysterious payments through the through the letterbox. Sometimes it was thirty seven pence. Sometimes it was like one pound forty. Sometimes it was like yeah, just these small amounts. And and the, the only um, the only uh, the only clue to the mysterious benefit factor was that every time there was a payment, there was um, a little drawing, a picture of uh, Bella Lugosi, the guy who used to play Dracula. <laughs> and. Um, so we, I said, right, brilliant, that's brilliant. Let's, let's run with that one. Let's run with that one. That'll get us fifty quid. So we phoned the, um, <laughs> we phoned the Sun, and they loved it. Oh, they absolutely loved it. They're fantastic. That's brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, we'll run that story. Um, and, <laughs> Front page. And then they, <laughs> they sent a bloke. They sent a bloke down. So I'm coming down. I want to take, this is like before the internet, like yeah, before oh any of this God. kind of technology. They sent a bloke down to take a photograph. Of one, of one of the drawings. So I hastily, I hastily drew a picture of Bella Lugosi and saying something like, £1.35 this time, David. Ha ha. You know. And um, they took a photograph of it, put it in the sun. There was a, a huge splash in the sun so with my photograph, oh my a photograph of my drawing saying, Dracula mails cash to lovers. <laughs> that was the story. Dracula mails cash to lovers. The story was picked up by the uh, the, the Mail, I think, and then the, the oh Daily Mirror. So, and then because of that, Dave uh, was uh, contacted um, by the local television down here in the southwest, West, uh, BBC Spotlight. <laughs> and they uh, they went round his house to talk to him about this. And he said, Jim, yeah, they said, they're coming round, they're coming round. He said, I need a few more drawings. <laughs> I should so, just point out that Dave Dave calls Ian Jim. Oh yeah, that's all oh, right. Jim, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said I need, I need some more drawings. So I gave him loads more drawings. We like the like, sixty-eight pence, ninety-nine pence. And that night on the TV, I'm watching Dave talking to a reporter. Yeah, and I got this one and this one and all the drawings. You've seen all the drawings, and um, 
And that's an incredible day. I know he says, I know it's incredible. In fact, it's astonishing, isn't it? It's astonishing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so the, uh, and then oh um, a couple of days it, later. It gets, be- it's gets better. It's, 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 it's gets better. I'm building to the Can I just now. ask you? Ian, were you terrified, though, that Kilroy or somebody from Kilroy would spot you guys and go, that's the same guys who saw the the medieval farm scene? Yeah. Well, you know, that that just shows how... No, because the joke would be on them, wouldn't it? That just shows how insensitive or idiotic we were, doesn't it, really? That's exactly... No, we didn't give a stop. (laughs) Bring it on, Kilroy. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? What's he going to (laughs) do? So the, the, the next thing was uh, because we got this local TV interest, uh, we phoned the uh, the local um, newspaper here, the Express and Echo, based in Exeter, and we said, "Oh, he's been the, the guy's been in touch with us. He wants to meet us, and he wants <gasps> to meet us at uh, on Sidmouth. He wants to meet us on the sea." Uh, there's a there's like a castle thing down at Sidmouth and and, and a wooden staircase leading up to it and he wants to meet us on this castle. The top Do you mean the, the guy, the person who's leaving the notes? The Dracula the, guy. The Dracula. Yeah, that's right. We said he's been in touch. Right. right. He wants to meet us at midnight. <laughs> midnight. Obviously. So, um, <laughs> of course. And so. Um, so we so we told the newspaper that um, they'd been in touch with us and we're out and we're going to meet him at midnight. They took a, they took a big photograph of us with mallets and, and, and crucifixes all dressed in black. Mallets. And it was another great, another great headline: Dave's out for the count at midnight. Oh, oh my nice. I mean, that is good. That's that really is good. good. That is I mean, good. for a regional yeah, that paper, that's yeah, that is good. Yeah, I hope that journalist has gone far. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> so I thought, well, I said to Dave, I caught, we, we just made this up, of course. And I said to Dave, so we've got to go down. I said, you never know, there might be somebody who turns up. So um, <laughs> so we, we persuaded our mate, uh, Steve Carnell, uh, to dress up in Dracula costume with the fangs, you know, <laughs> to, to be at the top of that staircase at, uh, at midnight. And we said, Steve, as soon as the bell goes, if there's anybody there, just shout out. David, the money's for your funeral, and then run. And I gave him the keys. <laughs> I gave him the keys to my Triumph 500, uh, 2500. Get yourself in that car, hunker down. Nobody will see you. Yes, he said, I'll do it. He's very game, was Steve. You know, works for Richard, he works for Richard Sounds, by the way, Steve. Does he? if you want to get a few, um, oh, very nice. a bit of discount, oh, a bit of discount. Oh, nice, yeah. Oh, it's already uh, heavily discounted there. I couldn't possibly yeah. ask. <laughs> I don't, I don't like arrived. to impose. Yeah. We arrived about uh, 10 to midnight. This, is, this was a great thing. There must have been about 80 or 90 people down there with oh torches, big oh old um, um, torches that were a light flame. It was like, it was like being no. in a, no. a horror like film. Like a mob. <laughs> Did oh anyone bring like garlic God. and steaks? And, yeah, you know, things things all, t- honestly, all that kind of stuff. And Dave and I started <laughs> to circulate amongst them. And, and then it became clear. <laughs> Claim clear. Oh, it's you. Yeah, you are the guy. Yeah, you are the guys. And we said, yeah, oh yeah, God. we're the guys. We are the guys. Yeah, and um, and then <laughs> we the are guys. the guys. We're we the guys. <laughs> At midnight, you could hear the uh, this clock tower goes ding, <gasps> ding. Steve Carnell, <laughs> now which now Richard Sands, um, yeah. appeared on Steve top of the turret and shout, <laughs> shouted out, David. The money is for your funeral. 
At which point I said, right, let's put an end to this, Dave. Let's go and get him. I ran up the staircase. Dave was with me. And I swear, I looked behind, and I'll never forget it. I looked behind, and about 80 or 90 people were following me with torches. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Steve, Steve must, oh have, been, Steve must have been shitting himself. Yeah. So you, you had to go through with it. Kick the shit out of Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve had oh gone. My God. Battered him. Where did Steve go? Steve had, Steve had actually legged it to my car, which is just parked. I tell you what. So he drove away. off. If only that story well, had ended with Steve he, he, he was disappeared. Down on the back seat when I found <laughs> disappeared him. in a puff of smoke. <laughs> oh <laughs> my! <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> a boof. <laughs> He so, just disappeared. Um, It'd be so much better if he if he was never seen again instead of he's in <laughs> richer sounds now. <laughs> never seen him since. Never seen him. <laughs> never seen him. Oh my god! Nice, oh. Nice, well, obviously, there's some journalists down there because in the paper the next night they they uh, they led with the story that says who was the spook that spoke. <laughs> And it told oh, story. That's not as good. That's not as good. That. Wow. <laughs> but, the, but the absolute conclusion. The absolute was, uh... conclusion was, uh, I said to Dave, "Well, yeah, that was a great story. We had a lot of fun with that, but we didn't make any money out of it." So I phoned the, the son again, and um, I said, we did uh, it "We've for got free." Oh, said, news desk. I said, yes. <laughs> not you again. I said, "We're driving." I said, "Hi, yeah, yeah, yeah." Is that the news desk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you remember the Dracula thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Listen to this. We're driving down the, uh, the the A30, and suddenly Dracula stood in the middle of the car, holding up all the traffic, and he was looking his piercing eyes into us. And the guy just said, "I think you've had your fun, haven't you, lads?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kidder, kidder. No, you can't. That is incredible. <laughs> that mob chasing you up in the stairs. So funny. Yeah. It's the money for your funeral. I'm surprised the son didn't say, I think you've had your fun, lads, but if you could send us a picture of your sister's tits, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cheers, Cheers, Sean. Cheers, Rod. Thanks, Ian. Thank you. See you again. That is, what a story Amazing. that is, Barry. What a collection of stories. <laughs> um, let's put that on the, on the Froth exclusive YouTube. If you want to see that story and uh, see it uh, like, like television, not like radio, then you can see it on the Froth uh, YouTube channel where we put up extended uh, clips. Quite a few up there now. There's quite a few videos up there now. How many videos have we got now on the uh, Froth exclusive YouTube channel for extended I think clips? we've got about 13, th- 13 or 14 and counting. 13 or 14 and counting clips. I mean, if I mean that. Head over to YouTube. Have a look. That is incredible. Incredible, that is. <laughs> 13 or 14 clips. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if YouTube is almost full. You could certainly waste up to half a day looking at it. I'd be surprised if the head tech at YouTube is probably in carries right now buying a new hard drive. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready for your next frothy story? Yes, please. Couple's anniversary dinner interrupted when nudist crews pulls up beside them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I tell you, I love this. I'd love this. John Wood. (laughs) (laughs) Who's he? The captain. Uh, John Wood and his wife. Mrs. Wood. (laughs) Were completely baffled. Maybe she kept her own name. (laughs) What was her her maiden name? Melanie Hardon. (laughs) (laughs) Melanie. (laughs) Melanie Hardon. (laughs) John Wood and his wife were completely baffled. Oof. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, they looked up from their anniversary dinner to oh, see a party of naturists oh. waving at them. Is that the collective term? Waving at them. Is it, with what? Was Is that the collective term for naturists? Yeah, party. I bet one of them was doing yeah, a helicopter. Hamburg. <laughs> their anniversary dinner to see a party of naturists oh. waving at them from the nude cruise. Oh, no. A couple have revealed how they got the shock of their lives. <laughs> when their romantic anniversary meal was gate-crashed by a boatload of nudists. John Wood. Hey, where was the the dinner? How can you gate-crash a dinner? Well, let's find out. Okay. It's going to be at a restaurant. Well, and then loads of of nude people come in to the restaurant. They're on on a cruise. cruise. Oh, they're on a cruise. The nude cruise. Oh, no, but where are the couple? In a fucking restaurant. Right. (laughs) Okay. What is wrong with you tonight? <laughs> John Wood <laughs> and his wife, Mrs. Hardon. Melanie Hardon. Melanie Hardon. Melanie Hardon. <laughs> Sorry. It's not her name, I just made that up. No, but if just, you are listening, point Melanie Hardon. In the, in the interest of solid journalism, which is, solid. Which is what we attempt here at the front. John Wood and, and his wife. I've been enjoying a meal at the River X Cafe. Oh, where were you? On oh, the come on. On the X Estuary in Devon. We went there the other oh, day. I thought that sounded rude. When they looked out of the window to see several naked passengers <laughs> waving at them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The couple were absolutely baffled. 
to discover that the passing cruise was actually the Torbay Sun Club's annual nude cruise. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of a booze cruise. <laughs> when naturists set off from Exmouth Dock, we went there. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this for journalism. <laughs> naturists set off from the Exmouth Dock. I mean, bear in mind, if you in journalism, if you write something, then it's kind of yours then, isn't it? You own it. What do you if mean? If you write something. Well. Well, if I... What do you mean? Well, well, I'll listen to what I mean. Yeah. You can't write something and then completely disown it and go, right. <laughs> right. Oh, a, you mean like when you fart and then walk away no, quickly? No, I'll tell you exactly what I mean. The couple were absolutely baffled to discover that the passing cruise was actually the Torbay Sun Club's annual nude cruise, where naturists set off from Exmouth Dock with nothing but their personal luggage. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Whatever that means. They set off with the, nothing but their personal luggage. Whatever that means. Read. They could have left it at, with nothing but their personal luggage. Totally Everybody would have gone, oh, that's a funny way of phrasing it. <laughs> nothing but their personal You've only brought your personal I see you've got your personal luggage. You don't need to go after Oh, you're implying the personal luggage is their private parts. I am is that what certainly you mean? implying that by pri- <laughs> personal luggage, the writer means they are, well, let's be specific. Bits. Testicles. Penis. Oh, why are we listing them? Well, <laughs> for, the avoidance, for the avoidance, for the avoidance of, of doubt. doubt. Right? Okay. Mm. Yeah. What? What I think they're saying is, without their private parts, without their personal luggage. Yeah, but I think luggage. they must have uh, phoned up the PR company for this group. Torbay. And, that's, and Torbay, Stop. and then that they must have told them. Person. You think the journalists rang luggage. up the, the <laughs> Tor- Torbay Sun Club and said? Yeah. Uh, can I speak and they to gave the, them the bump. Uh, can I speak to the press department, please? Yes. And they went, yeah. And we're putting you through right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they said, uh, oh, yes, you can come on the the annual, the Torbay Annual Sun Club nude cruise, but all, all you're allowed to bring is your personal, personal luggage. luggage. Whatever that means, yeah. Whatever that means. Naturists are encouraged to socialise and meet How? like-minded people. You don't they... only, you're, you're only standing naked, lonely in the corner. I mean, if but you're not, they, not chatting to anyone, if you're really shy and you struggle with parties, you're not going to go on this. How do they encourage them? Do they go, come on, Phil, good God. <laughs> hey, Phil, Phil, Phil McCavity. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> come on, Phil, we're playing Snap. Join Phil in. McCra- <laughs> how do you get them to join in? Phil McCavity. <laughs> there, was, there, was a, there was a video um, only about two days ago. I saw someone has shared, and it was someone at a like a a meeting in somewhere in America, in like Missouri or something, like for for like state education government. I can't remember. It was some sort of boring election type thing, but someone had given them a list of names who wanted to ask questions or do something, <laughs> and the guy's just really calmly reading them. And he's like Eileen Dover, <laughs> Eileen Dover, looking around. They'd be like Phil McCracken. And he's just going through loads of them, right? But they're not obviously none of them are there, so he's asking each name at least twice, and it's just hilarious, so childish. Who's Phil McCracken? It was not Phil McCracken was one of them. I, I leaned over, and there was loads of them. That's brilliant. Very like funny. Mo in Simpsons. I'm sure I told you before. My friend went to Heathrow Airport and uh, and and did a load on his own. Yeah, took, a, yeah. took a ghetto blaster to record them. <laughs> And the two best ones were a couple that came went, give my ass a licking and then brush your tiff. <laughs> I mean, they don't even sound like names. Give my ass a licking 
But it's not written. <laughs> I mean, like it's not written. Just give my no, ass a licking. Give my wife... ass a licking and then brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> How does that? And then brush. Who's then brush? Then brush. But it's spelled like Y U R T I F. Like Yutif. Yutif. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Naturists are encouraged to socialise and meet like meet like-minded people while on board the annual event, which sees people stripped down to their birthday suits, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say it again. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But he might as well. That's so funny. To, to their birthday suits, whatever that Why means. Why is it called a birthday suit? Because that's what you're born in. Because you're born, yeah. Uh, uh. In an- Reaction in the restaurant where they were dining was mostly of amusement and concern for their health. <laughs> huh? as Why? The w- as the wind was getting up. <laughs> and you're going, What? <laughs> What are you talking about, journalist? What the fuck are you talking about? What concern? Well, the wind was getting up. And then it says, luckily, that was the only thing that was. <laughs> hey! Oh, God. So that's why you made up the thing about the wind getting up. Right. My wife and I were having a lovely anniversary dinner at the River X Cafe when we caught sight of a boat full of naked people travelling slowly. <laughs> John told Devon life. <laughs> Imagine you're like still there when you're on your pudding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey Joan, look at that. Oh my god. Look at that boat full of two hundred naked people so there. Yeah. <laughs> How long is this gonna take? Isn't it travelling slowly? And also, if you're still there naked and you started waving, you feel like you've got to keep waving till you're out of their eye line. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Have you ever been in a nudist beach? I've been a nude on a beach, but I don't think it was a nudist beach. I don't think you it don't was... think it was a nudist beach. Well, I don't, it wasn't. <laughs> well, were you, were you, were you I, nude? I, you were, oh, hang on. Hang you on. were arrested? I, I, I had almost the exact opposite way around of this, well, actually. You were, you, were, you were in trunks on a nudist beach. <laughs> so I was on a beach in a place called Formentera, which is close to uh, Ibiza, right? It's mm. an island by Ibiza. And there's and it's famous. This, this one area of the beach was famous for this sort of clay that's really good for your skin. Uh, it's like a natural clay, yes. vol- volcanic clay or whatever it is. They have it in Iceland. Yeah, so so um, so Mike says, "Oh, this should be you have, to, you have to be naked to put it on. There's no one around, right? So put put it on. Right? I swear to God, this is true. And then work. and then a boat pulls up next to us, and I go in the water. Oh right? my god! And I go in the water, and I just wouldn't get out for absolutely ages because my trunks are back on the on the shore, and there was a boatload of people who were dressed. It's the actual opposite of this story. Oh, Barry. And how long did you have to stay in the water for before they left? I was there for about 15 minutes until I <laughs> finally brought my trunks in for me. <laughs> I told you about that nudist in France, didn't I, that woman? Who? I must have told you that. I don't think so. Uh, I think you have, but I can't remember. I must have told you that, why I can't eat cheese and tomato sandwiches. Oh, God, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I would remember this. I can't eat cheese and tomato sandwiches to why? this day. I've told you this. Yeah, but you might, I must have, have not forgotten. mentioned this on this podcast. I don't think so. When I was about 10 years old, my parents dropped me in this... <laughs> Village in the south of France with this family who I'd never met. And there was a kid in the family, the, the boy, they had a son of about nine. He's a bit younger than me, nine, ten, and I was about ten. <laughs> and she was a nudist, the mother. I was homesick. I was crying. My, I felt ill. I didn't know what homesickness was. I was like anxiety in my stomach. I felt sick. I mean, I, I, I couldn't eat. I couldn't. And then, and then, we'd, and then we, we used to go to this like river beach down in the south of France every day. A little beach on the side of a river. And and we'd be like be sitting on the sand, you know, kind of thing. We'd we'd be playing, and then we'd come in, and we'd sit on the sand, and then and then she would come, <laughs> she would she'd come over every time, every single time with a 
in the nude. Nobody else was naked. <laughs> Everybody else was fully clothed. <laughs> fully clothed or drunks or whatever. We right. were in our trunks. She was totally was naked. Every, the rest of the family were in their trunks. She would be totally naked <laughs> and she would come over this and with a baguette <laughs> full of cheese and tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you're me sitting on the sound of that. Oh, please. And you're, you're, so your head height, your right. 10-year-old my head height right. is right next, is like this. And she, would, <laughs> she, would go, I mean, she wouldn't grab my head like that. But you'd be like that. <laughs> your head oh. would be there. She would come up with this. She, she'd, let's say that she'd go like this. She'd go, we get the idea, she'd then. She'd go like this. She'd go, right. well, put your head further. I don't want to. Well, you've, got to, go live it. you've got to relive it. Put your head down no, there. You're on the sand. You're a little kid weird. playing in the sand. You're playing in the this sand. This is really odd. And she'd go, would you like a cheese and tomato baguette <laughs> and I and, and, and right I was like that like that was a that was the baguette and then right behind me there it was like <laughs> I've never eaten a, I can't eat cheese and tomato really no. I've never heard that story I can't eat cheese and tomato sandwiches anymore would you like a cheese and tomato baguette <laughs> right behind it there was the baguette and her, her bloody muff was right behind the baguette carry ahead and she said it in English, so it wasn't even helpful to your French exactly. development. So what was the point? Well, no, she said... Voulez-vous? Uh, tu veux une baguette? Uh, fromage? Tomate? Voudrez-vous une baguette? No, she wouldn't have called me vous. vous. I was a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> she <laughs> was pretty odd. She, she was a bit odd, yeah. <laughs> yeah she doesn't sound like she was impeccable. that formal. <laughs> <laughs> but her grammar was impeccable. <laughs> Say what you want about her, but her grandma was... She fun. sounds like she's never said voo to a goose. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, and I will never eat one again. No. Never eaten a cheese and tomato sandwich since. Really? No. Do you think you ever will? No. No. Okay, this is what the society says. The nudist society of Torbay. The Torbay Sun Club. Hang on, in the picture though, they're in. They're, no, they're, in up, they're on a boat. Oh, they're on. They're on a boat, they're on deck, they're, they're oh, <laughs> in all the windows. He's nude. All the windows have steamed up downstairs, but <laughs> it's all full of nudists. I wonder, I wonder if, they're, um, if their windows have steamed up. I wonder if they do that childish thing with their nudists where they draw the genitals on the <laughs> With With. With genitals. <laughs> <laughs> the organisers of the nude cruise. The Torbay Sun Club describes itself as one of the biggest naturist swim and sauna clubs in the UK. Oh. Catering for people of all ages and walks of life. Would you like a Jesus oh. to Madden Baggage? Because that's what, that's what you want if you're going to join a nudist club. All ages and walks of life. I'd rather mine between 18 and 35, please. No, it's all ages. All. Have you got all ages? <laughs> Because <laughs> can I just check? Can I just check? What's the youngest you've got? <laughs> and, and the oldest, and please. Because I, I don't want any of them. I want all the ages. Can I just check? Do the kids eat free? <laughs> so now then, here's the comments. Wurzel says, some people get all the luck. He's got an anniversary, he's got a dinner out of it, and he's got a wife. He's got a and his wife. name's John Wood. <laughs> Hawkeye says, I bet that put him off his sausage and fried eggs and muffins. <laughs> muffins. Put him off muffins. His, it's the and I like. And bet muffins. that put him off his sausage and fried eggs and muffins. <laughs> 
think they've gone for their anniversary meal? McDonald's breakfast by the sounds of it. Okay, it's time to pick a winner. You've had your two frothy stories. I mean, you've had a lot more than two with uh, Ian's contribution. Not his friend Ian. Um, but uh, which one are you going to go for? Are you going for the uh, the cruise, the nude cruise that almost ruined the anniversary meal, or <laughs> the dog looking at the wardrobe? Which of those is the froth of the week, the frothiest story of this week? Which of those has wasted your time most? Doggy wardrobe. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say doggy wardrobe because the the, the nude cruise is a, is a good story, whereas. We got some good stuff out it's of the ghost, story. but the actual story itself was rubbish. Frothy. Frothy Dog nonsense. shit. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, dog looking at the wardrobe of the pet cab is this week's uh, Froth of the Week. Congratulations. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can find us at the Froth Podcast and our YouTube channel where you'll get extra Froth content. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars and spread the word if you enjoyed it. This podcast was a Thlan Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.